Chapter 14 The Prettiest Kind of Blank A liquid shoe polish stick, size of a small flashlight, applicator pressed and soaked. Sia prefers these over spray paint, at least for the quick work. She likes the way the lines drip. She likes the smell. Wall panels of a dirty bathroom stall vibrate around Sia. Her feet feel base through the floor. The echo left ringing in her head has fallen out of sync, but she loves the whirl, the slightly off sensation of the two inputs competing. Half her muscles are still dancing, inside of the half standing still. Sia closes her eyes for a moment, swaying to both rhythms. Eyes wide again. Back to work. She removes the cap, pauses, a quick chemical sniff, and touches polish to wall. Keeps pressure, waits for the first drip. The liquid crawls slowly, winding its black stream over dried gum. Call for fuck or dick suck phone numbers, chicken scratch and spit, pooling like a tiny tar pit atop the toilet paper dispenser. She drags the shape, quick and graceful. A melting moon, split in half and leaking its dark borders down the stall. Switches to marker now. Capital M tagged in the left, capital E inside the right. Miri Emma's initials bleed into the moon. Another polish sniff and Sia taps the applicator to the center, hard, a sprayed-out bullet wound splattering the last period. The bathroom grows louder for a moment as the door opens and closes. Sia? Where are you at, girl? Her friends are looking for her. Sia zips her backpack, throws it over both shoulders, and unlatches the stall door. What you doing in there, bitch? Her friends are sweaty. Their affection is synthetic. Whatever I want. Sia smiles. Did everything work out? Hell yes, it did. A girl opens a hand in front of her. Blue pills, red pills, and flecked white ones. Mmm, I do love the dirty ones. A nocturnal appetite to Sia's tone. She plucks two white pills from the damp palm, drawing one close to her eye inspecting its brown dots. Just right. The dirty ones shake your vision. They make your teeth rattle. Sia puts both in her mouth, chewing before swallowing. Without a word, she walks past her affiliates, out of the bathroom and into the noise. The pointless. A very secular homage to the purpose. The club's decorative motifs are strobe-lit derivatives of religious symbolism. The entire space blinks and booms like a dark, digital sanctuary. Sia dances in curving orbit. Her body is a spinning helix of slow waterfalls. Hypnotic. Any day, any time she pleases, Sia uses boys up, filling, emptying, and crumbling their little hearts without a thought. Many are staring. She locks eyes with one and gives permission to approach. They dance in front of the totem. A thick polymer, almost glass, 
the sculpture ascends in a ladder of mythological faces. The huge head of a lima bear burns green at the base. Its eyes swing like wild searchlights, shuddering on and off to the rhythm. A serpent head, Sammy's godsake, sits atop the bear. Its fangs glow white, and an illuminated red illusion flickers its forked tongue across the dance floor. Gods and goddesses stack to the totem's top. R.A. Her emerald eyes are 2,000 watts of cold stare. Crowing the ascent is her moon. Made of mirrors, spinning, it shines as an orbital lighthouse over the sea of flesh below, guiding the chemical tide, pushing and pulling bodies, crashing reckless into careless, quickening the network of bloodstreams. Sia is close to peaking. No one is invited to share this feeling with her. She pushes the boy away and dances alone. Bass crawls thick, a wet static, dense and slow. Sound waves coat Sia like loud mud. Her hands and feet are blank flags, rolling in a wind choreographed by good drugs, a very intense grace. Sia closes her eyes. She listens to her blood foam, moving fast as the chemicals boil. Motion and sensation only. Thoughtless. The prettiest kind of blank. Sia goes away, dancing along to her own disappearance, sweating to her extinction. She comes down in the back seat of a friend's car. Windows open, the chilled breath of the city fans damp clothes in a neon blur. A blunt is being passed. She accepts. Pressed against the door, resting her face to its lock, Sia's blonde hair sweeps in and out of the airstream. She takes a hit, exhales, and watches smoke curl stuttering and confused, caught in the glitching current of the car window. She exhales again. The cloudy rhythm is pulled apart in pieces, disappearing completely into the passing city. Take a left here, someone says. Pull up alongside the fence. Doors open. Everyone gets out. See a last. Using Mac's key, a copy made without his dad's permission, they enter the 4 a.m. emptiness of the presentation grounds. Whispers and giggles. They make their way. Fog hangs eerie and weightless, misting its ambiance onto the stage. Sia and her friends climb the steps, arranging themselves in a seated circle below speaker's podium. They remove their phones, turn the settings to firelight mode, and pile them in the center. Realistic holograms flicker from the screens. Networking with their neighbors, the phones emit a single fire. Room temperature flames, pink and blue and pastels and purples, diffuse through the fog and lap shadows of an odd future onto the circle of faces. Sia's sweat-smeared makeup is especially complicated tonight. From mulling around backstage, Mac rejoins the group. He's carrying the latest jar of Gary, a tiny preemie baby floating naked, pickled in formaldehyde, this particular incarnation born with its heart on the outside of its body. 
God Gary. God of vulnerability, wearing his emotions inside out for all to see. It's a strikingly sick prop speaker resurrects only for the rawest of sermons. Max spreads the phones like embers, resting Gary in the thick of their light. Ew, and gross, and fucking nasty, come the commentaries. Revulsion as a fun feeling. Sia lights a joint, takes the first pull slow, and lets the smoke go. Milk thick into the flames and around the jar. The visual effect is a dead neon chill. Seated across the fire from Sia, a girl at the end of a mescaline night is having a very hard time with it. Divine God, gross baby in a jar. Mac is at the podium. We come here tonight to praise you, to bask in your vulnerability, to do a bunch of drugs with you. Mock hands of prayer are raised. Yes, Lord Gary. Bless you, baby Gary. Playful secularity. The circle is having fun pretending. All Sia hears is a donkey breathing in her background. It breathes some more. It's a cold world, God Gary, filled with endless judgments and rejection. Mac is doing his best speaker. Still, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Such bravery, such vulnerability. Mac is proud of himself. Somehow, there's a member of the audience not paying him attention. He hops from the podium and scoots back into the circle beside Sia. She edges away. Mac holds two empty fingers in the air. Puff, puff, he hints. You gonna smoke that all by yourself? Her eyes fixed on the fire, herb smoke trailing from her nose. Sia doesn't notice the dried paint on Mac's cuticles the faint smell of pesticides soaked in his skin. Her answer comes delayed. Yeah, she says. Probably, and takes another hit. Mac deflects the rejection by thanking God Gary for the spiritual lesson. It gets a few laughs. He's back. He tells the boy across the fire to spark one of them blunts up. Sia Mburyu is too cool to share tonight. The boy does. He passes it to Mac. Speaking of rejects, Mac's words come smoky and smug. I saw your two faggot friends at the store earlier today. Eye contact is the fee. Mac waits to collect. Did you hear me, Sia? Your faggot-ass friends? They were buying a bunch of weird shit. Blood clotter, bandages. Sia looks. What? When? Paid in full, Mac tells her. Today, this afternoon. There's genuine concern in Sia's eyes. Mac feels rich. Gauze, an exacto knife, a whole bunch of hospital shit. Speaking to everyone now. Sounds like supplies for some homo porn party. Fail. No laughs. Sia snatches her phone from the pile, 
her friend's car keys along with it. She loads the joint between her middle finger and thumb. Point blank, she flicks it at Mac's face. It slaps his temple with a thud. The cherry explodes around his eye. Sia makes a sprinting exit, and Mac gets his laughs. She turns the ignition, skids out, and speeds in the direction of the community, calling Sammy's phone, calling Haruki's phone the whole way. Straight to voicemail.